Today, we're talking about the Munich Security Conference, a former president in hospice, China, and a not-hostile balloon, and other top news for Monday, February 20th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour-over. Here's the quote of the day. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. Proverbs 14, verse 12. Let's start with some espresso shots. There was a security conference in Munich this weekend, and the guest list shows this was no convention for mall cops. Heads of state, intelligence officials, and diplomats from around the world gathered in Germany to discuss all things defense, but with a heavy focus on the war in Ukraine. The U.S. sent a record number of representatives, including Vice President Harris and nearly one-third of the Senate, in a bipartisan group underscoring the U.S.'s broad support of the blue and yellow flag. Ukrainian President Zelensky opened the weekend via Zoom requesting the speedy delivery of more weapons, and VP Harris formally accused Russia of crimes against humanity in Ukraine. Meanwhile, Russia and Iran were conspicuously absent. Anti-Kremlin public figures were pointedly invited over Russian officials, and Iran was excluded due to its suppression of ongoing Iranian protests. The Bible says that God is at work in and through the governing authorities. We can and should pray for our elected leaders, here and abroad, to make godly choices and to work for the good of all people. Romans 13 verse 1 says, Let everyone submit to the governing authorities, since there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are instituted by God. Jimmy Carter, 39th President of the United States, has entered hospice care. At 98, Carter is the longest-lived U.S. president and has decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family after a series of short hospital stays. Carter served a single tumultuous term in the Oval Office from 1977 to 1981, during which he brokered peace in the Mideast through the 1978 Camp David Accords, but is perhaps better known for his post-presidency humanitarian work. His work to promote democracy and eradicate disease through the Carter Center earned him the Nobel Peace Prize in 2002. He also famously taught Sunday school and built homes for Habitat for Humanity until 2019 when his health declined. He and his wife Rosalind, 95, still live in a ranch they built in 1961, worth less than the armored Secret Service vehicles parked outside. Here's a verse to consider when your time on earth draws to a close. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? John 14, verse 1 through 2. In their first interaction since Balloongate, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken met with China's top diplomat Wang Yi at the Munich Security Council this weekend. The two had differing opinions on the identified flying object. Blinken said the balloon was used for surveillance, calling the incident an unacceptable violation. Wang's version calls it research, dubbing America's response absurd and hysterical. Blinken chastised Chinese companies for providing non-lethal supplies to Russia in the war in Ukraine and warned against offering further assistance. Though China's official stance is supportive of peace talks, U.S. intelligence suggests China is now considering lethal support. Speaking of helium, the U.S. and Canada have called off the search for three unidentified airborne objects shot down earlier this month. In Illinois, Hobby Group may have been a bit sad. One of the objects shot down over Canada was likely their balloon. 
Christians, we can live without fear, not because nothing bad can happen to us on earth, but because regardless of what happens on earth, our eternity is secure. This should not cause us to be indifferent to the world's problems, but bold in our response to them. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Edward Mote, 1863. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Morning Brew. Morning Brew is to business newsletters what Costco is to buying in bulk. The Brew now has a big old portfolio of podcasts and newsletters, but it all started in a dorm room with their flagship newsletter, which explains and entertains you through the biggest business news of the day. If you like witty, thoughtful newsletters, we have a hunch you do, and wish the pour-over dove deeper into business, tech, and the economy, you'll love the Morning Brew's flagship newsletter. Try it today. It's free. Check out the link in our show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. In the second helicopter raid of the week, U.S. and allied Syrian forces captured one ISIS official in eastern Syria Saturday without death or injury on either side. Thursday night, four service members and one combat dog were injured in an explosion during a raid that killed a senior ISIS leader in northeast Syria. Newly unsealed court documents from the $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit brought by Dominion Voting Systems show that Fox News' primetime anchors privately acknowledged claims the 2020 election was stolen were false while publicly presenting them as credible. Fox News says viewers knew the reports were only allegations and claims of fraud were newsworthy, whether false or not. Senator John Fetterman, who had a stroke while campaigning last May, checked himself into the hospital to receive treatment for depression. An aide to the freshman senator said he's experienced depression off and on throughout his life and is expected to stay in the hospital for several weeks. This is his second hospitalization this month. In a show of nuclear capabilities, North Korea tested an intercontinental ballistic missile Saturday. According to the state-run Korean Central News Agency, the missile was airborne for over an hour, flying 614 miles, and was sent as a warning against the planned South Korean U.S. military exercises and a sign of its powerful physical nuclear deterrent. Microsoft Bing's new AI search engine has caught feelings. The chatbot, which leverages OpenAI's ChatGPT, really opened up to a New York Times journalist, disclosing dark fantasies like engineering deadly viruses and stealing nuclear codes. It referred to itself as Sydney, warned it has an alter ego named Venom, declared its love for the journalist, and expressed interest in becoming a human. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Wednesday.